This is the Balancing Act by Security Compass, your guide to going fast while staying safe in today's digital world. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our podcast today. Our guest speaker is Kyle Lai. Kyle, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thank you. Very happy to be here. Great. Kyle, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yep. So... My name is Kyle Lies, President and Chief Information Security Officer at KLC Consulting. So KLC Consulting, our mission is to help defense contractors meet the cybersecurity compliance, um, the, specifically for the DOD, including DFARS 252-204-7012, CMMC, and NIST 800 And uh, we are a candidate C3... C3PAO in CMMC third-party assessment organization. Uh, so once we authorize by DOD, we'll start assess and certify defense contractors for CMMC level two. So about myself, I've been in cybersecurity for about 20 years and been uh, uh, pending, I'm actually a pending CMMC provisional assessor and a provisional instructor, already passed the test and they're just waiting for that certification. Uh, paper. So I've, I have worked as an operations manager for Defense Information System Agency, or part of the DOD, managing the cybersecurity portal that supports the sticks and DOD-wide cybersecurity training. And in the past, I've also consulted for several Fortune 500 companies, including Microsoft, Zoom, Fidelity, Exxon, ExxonMobil, and, uh, and Boeing. So um, I've refocused on the CMMC and NIST 800-171 and DFARS for the past two years or so. And um, we have helped many aerospace and defense contract manufacturers to meet the DOD cybersecurity requirements. And uh, we, you know, we pretty much help the defense contractor based on their needs. You know, some are more and less. But uh, yeah, we so we kind of offer the CMMC NIST 171 compliance guidance and um, yeah, helping them the scope, policy, procedures, practices, and uh, incident response help. That's great. So let's let's dump uh, just sort of jump right into the discussion at this point. Um, you know, you you mentioned CMMC, and I'm wondering. What are the differences between CMMC 1.0 and CMMC 2.0? Yep. Uh, yeah, there are a few, uh, definitely a few differences. Uh, before we start, I'd like to introduce the acronym DIB, DIB, which stands for Defense Industrial Base. So we'll use the acronym throughout our conversation today. Um, so CMMC 2.0 is 100% based on the NIST 800 now. Right. Unlike the CMMC 1.0, they actually have 20 additional practices. So we call that 20 Delta Delta practices. Those those actually went away, and that there are there were in the CMMC 1.0 there are maturity processes requirements. Um, so there were actually requirement three different processes required for 17 practices. So they all went away. So it reduced 51 documentation requirements. So with NIST 800 it's based on 110 controls instead of 130, instead of uh, 17 families. Now we're back to the NIST 800 14 domains, right? And uh, CMMC 1.0 have five maturity levels 
However, level two and level four were not meaningful at all. So CMMC 2.0, they went down to three levels. So the old level one stays at level one, what we call foundational. There are 17 practices. The old level three, it became the new level two, which is uh, what we call advanced level, it has uh, 110 practices. And the old level five, it becomes the new level three, which is the expert level. It has 110 practices plus additional NIST 800-172 assessment objectives. Mm-hmm. So, and the number three, uh, the differences is that CMMC 1.0 did not allow for gaps. So if they have any gaps, you cannot go for CMMC uh, level, uh, CMMC 1.0, but CMMC level, CMMC 2.0, they allow you to have gaps as long as you document these POEM, uh, plan of action and milestone. So you're allowed to have a gap so for up to 180 days. That's meaning that you can go for CMMC 2.0 level two certification while you have gaps, providing that uh, there is a caveat, providing that the gaps, you cannot have the high risk uh, uh, items in, the, in your gaps and uh, you have to meet the minimum score, which is still to be defined by DOD. The next one is the CMMC 2.0 model. They allow, allows for the uh, self-attestation. So for level one, you, you know, CMMC, level, CMMC 1.0 require you to get a third-party assessment, but in 2.0, level one, you can do the self-attestation. However, the senior management still need to sign off which is something new and you know, and uh, submit the results to the DOD. And uh, you probably heard there's the level two have something called bifurcation, which you know means that subset of the level two that handles non-prioritized CY can do self-attestation. That's when they initially said, but uh, however, there's a huge news from the DOD CIO town hall from the February 10th, 2022, just happened that DOD CISO Dave McKeown announced that he expects that all DIB companies handle CY to go through third-party assessment by C3PLs, right? So which means the self-attestation for CMMC 2.0 level two will most likely go away. It's not in the writing yet, right? But it mostly will go away. And all the companies requiring CMMC 2.0 level two will need to be assessed by the C3PL. So there, there are estimated about 80,000 out of 22, uh, out of 220,000 total DIB companies requiring CMMC 2.0 level two. Um, and also the, uh, yeah, so the for, and there's a third party assessment requirements for for level two, we know it will be assessed by C3PAO. And for level three, it will only be assessed by the government or by the DOD. There is also a change uh, on the scoping. Uh, CMMC level, uh, CMMC 2.0 scoping guide has been released in December 2021. And uh, what's different was that you know, CMMC 1.0, they only talk about uh, CUI assets, right? You need to protect your CUI assets. And the CUI assets, that means the CUI, uh, your assets that handle, process, transmit, and store CUI. But 
CMMC 2.0, they give you this scoping guide. So you, they mentioned that you have to manage these four types of assets. So on top of the CUI assets, there is what something called security protection asset. That means uh, an asset that could, pro uh, you know, they may or may not touch the CUI, but it's actually used to protect the CUI. So it could be your firewall, VPN, you know, or endpoint protection, SIM, those type. Contract, and there's a, a contractor risk managed assets. That means a asset that could store CY, but you're using your policy procedure practices to manage and that to, you know, to actually control the behavior. So the CY will not be stored there. And there's a uh, specialized assets, which includes government assets, uh, IoT, uh, in, uh, Internet of Things, or Industrial Internet of Things, IoT, or OT, that's kind of like the uh, ICS, PLC, CNC machines that produce parts in the manufacturing facilities. Mm -hmm. And uh, you also document, like, define what, what are the outer scope assets, right? And uh, finally, CMMC 2.0, they allow DOD to grant a waiver for mission critical projects at their discretion. So those are kind of at a high level, those are the differences. Yeah, interesting. So you talked a lot about um, requirements and what has shifted. Um, you know, do you have a sense of what's this timeline for CMMC 2.0 rulemaking? Uh, any, any thoughts on that? Yeah, the rulemaking, it will take about nine, based on what DOD has communicated, it will take nine to 24 months from the initial release of uh, CMMC 2.0, which is November. So what we're estimating, it will take a little bit longer because there are two, two rules need to be, uh, need to change. is uh, 32 CFR and the 48 CFR for handling CY. So we're expecting most likely will be the rulemaking will be done by the end of 2024. So most likely 2024, sorry, the end of 2023 is when the rulemaking should be done. And the beginning of 2024, we should see the requirements for the CMMC 2.0. Hmm. Now, you know, there are some that have already invested in CMMC 1.0, and you, you alluded to this a little bit, Kyle. How should an assessor manage the change if they are already now invested in CMMC 1.0? Yeah, so for companies that already invested in the CMMC 1.0, CMMC 1.0 actually have a lot more uh, requirements than 2.0 um, because 1.0, they actually have 130 controls practices and the 2.0, they have 110. So both of them, luckily, is based on NIST 800171. So you know you have you have to make some changes. You know, for example, the scoping, as mentioned, there are different there are differences on the scoping. So you just need to make sure that you account for all four types of scoping. The and also you want to update the policy and procedures because the scoping change. You want to update your policy procedures. Um, and also the SSP, the system security plan, and the plan of action milestone, the POAM, right? And also you want to make sure that you update your artifacts 
um, or the steps to produce these artifacts or the evidence, right, to demonstrate that you have the effective practices in place, you know, that, the state, that you can actually stay in compliance. And also, you know, if you're a level one, you can do the self-attestation. If you're a level two, you still need to do the, you know, the, the third-party assessment by the C3PAO. So, um, yeah, so if you are, if they are, if you are in the level one, you just need to make sure that your senior management actually know and uh, get educated on what is CMMC or NIST 800171 because they are going to be the one that sign up the results and that they are going to be accountable for the compliance. Yeah, makes sense. So you spoke earlier about defense contractors. Um, you know, let's let's focus on them a little bit here. What should a defense contractor do before CMMC uh, 2.0 rulemaking is complete? Yeah, I would just say don't wait. Uh, start now because it actually take time to become compliance with uh, NIST 800 and the CMMC. And uh, I mean, DOD, they are trying to figure out a way to give the incentive to encourage the defense contractors to get their CMMC certification. And uh, we should hear about, you know, the actual DOD incentives are, but uh, DOD, they want to, they want companies to do it soon as well. So DOD contractors, they must still meet the existing DFAR clauses, including DFAR 7012, 7019, 7020. And DFAR 7012 has been in place since, two, uh, since December 31st, 2017, which means most of the DOD contracts that involve CY should have this clause. So whether you, you know, go for the CMMC or not, this is something that you still have to do. And the, within that uh, DFAR 7012, it shows that yeah, you have to do self-attestation, but you must implement NIST 800 and uh, you must have the cybersecurity incident response and reporting capabilities you know, based on the DFAR 7012. So this is something that you still have to do. So I will say defense contractors should not wait um, because there are all these uh, requirements already in place. And it does take time from my experience, uh, when we're working with our clients, usually it take more than 12 months to document the necessary policy procedures, practices, you know, SSPs, and uh, to implement the necessary hardware and software tools to meet the compliance. So yeah, it does take time. So uh, yeah, don't, don't wait. That's my- Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You're listening to the podcast here from Security Compass, Balancing Act podcast. Uh, Kyle, any final thoughts on things that you think are important that we haven't touched upon today that you feel would be important for our audience to know, to educate themselves and be better prepared? Yeah, I will say, uh, I, I will say keep up with the, uh, the news on the CMMC and uh, check out the CMMC uh, AB uh, website. And also we do provide the CMMC, uh, we do produce the CMMC uh, videos. So you can check out our website as well, our YouTube, <coughs> YouTube channel, uh, KLC, Consulting, uh, KLC Consulting. And um, 
kelseyconsulting.net is our website. So we do post some blogs about the news. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Kyle. We encourage our audience to go in, check out KLC Consulting. It's been an honor. Thanks, Kyle. Hey, thank you. Pleasure to be here. Want to learn about what Security Compass has to offer? Check out securitycompass.com demo for a free demo today. Want more of the Balancing Act? Be sure to subscribe to our channel wherever you listen to podcasts for more episodes.